T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Time to have a chat with Tom Ackerman at the Newbold BMW Toyota Sports Desk. Lots to talk about, Tom. I'm not even sure where to start. Let's start with the men's soccer team. Uh, my feeling was they were great in attack. They just cannot finish enough, and they let those goals in, so the defense wasn't great. But Yeah, I think, Christian Pulisic yeah. had a great chance right in the beginning and, and didn't deliver, and you don't get a lot of those against the Netherlands. And, you yeah. know, you saw on the Dutch side their pinpoint passing to lead to their first goal. I mean, basically the United States, their best finisher is Pulisic, and that's an issue. You know, he's really more of a creator, playmaker. Yep. They don't have uh, a Memphis like exactly. uh, the Netherlands yeah. did, you know. So, you know, that's, that's their biggest issue right now. But they – they had a good run. Yeah, and we have four years, or less than four years, but we're going to be the home team next time. If we can get that finisher, shore up the defense a little bit, this team will be a force for the next World Cup. That's my opinion. I think they will. I mean, they're the second youngest World Cup team. Um, they won't have Tim Ream the next time around. You wouldn't think. He's 35. He'll be 39 then. Um, so they'll continue to, to be a young a group that, you know, most of these players are in their – early to mid 20s they've got some in their later 20s but they they're going to have i think a lot of momentum and on top of that the world cup is going to be played here yeah it's going to be played in north america so you know you will have that opportunity also and i think here in st louis just to keep it local we will have a lot of build up to that i mean we're going to have a new mls team you're going to have a world-class stadium and facility I think there's a chance you could have one of the World Cup uh, nations training here. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it could be really a lot of fun for 2026. Because they're playing in Kansas City. Games are going to be yep. there at Arrowhead. Um, now, on college football, TCU and USC lost. Uh, so what does that mean for what we're going to end up with? Well, I think it means Ohio State is in. Now, it's a matter of his Ohio State move. Do they move all the way up to three and then get a rematch with Michigan in what would be the Fiesta Bowl would be the site of that in Glendale, Arizona. The other one is the Peach Bowl in Atlanta. That is the matchup of whoever Georgia plays at four. But I think TCU will probably hold its three spot. I, I I don't think that Alabama will be the first two-loss team to make the college football playoff as good as they are. And I understand how good they are, but they did lose two games. Now, they lost them in heartbreaking fashion. I think you could make a case if you're Alabama, and Nick Saban certainly is. He's been making the media tour trying to give his side. And if Alabama was in the college football playoff, they're probably favored against 
everybody except Georgia. Um, but they lost two games that they needed to win to be in the playoff, and that's the way their schedule is set up. TCU lost one game, and as the Big 12 is not as strong as the SEC, they still did what they were asked to do, and they lost their last game literally by inches uh, to K-State. So I, I just don't think you derail a team for losing in overtime by three and by inches in a championship game. I mean, if this was a regular season game and let's say they lose at home to K-State, yeah, I mean, I, I could understand why that might penalize them, but not in a championship game that they have earned. I think that's a yeah. difficult thing to do, just to tell TCU, yeah, congratulations on your undefeated season, and then you lost by three in the championship game, goodbye. And so, you know, I think how it's going to line up will be Georgia 1, Michigan 2, TCU 3, Ohio State 4, and then you'll see a great Georgia-Ohio State game in Atlanta and Michigan and TCU. That's how I think it's going to be. I agree. And I, you're a playoff expand guy, right? You you think oh, there should yeah. be more Yeah, I mean, I've been I, – I, I would say going back 20, 25 years, we had a producer named Tim Klutzaritz, who's now the news director uh, at a station down in southwest Florida, and he and I used to draw it out. In fact, we talked about it on the air we used to draw a tournament up with 16 teams. <laughs> so finally they're listening to us and they're expanding it to 12. Yeah. And because uh, it drives me crazy when like Ohio state isn't playing this weekend. And then these results of teams that actually are playing in championship games, you know, they get tossed out of the, the top four. So it's, it's kind of annoying that way. Um, what's going on with the blues. I, I, every week we talk about this, something different last week. It was, wow, the blues are on this long winning streak. And now, you know, they're losing again. Yeah, they just don't have consistent effort across the board. They have some players that will show up and others that don't. And now they're starting to lose their cool. Jordan Bennington, who, you know, can get emotional at times. We've seen this before. Uh, lost it last night. He uh, took a chop at a player coming around the net. He was chirping at the Penguins bench. He, he's lost his cool. He needs to stop pucks. That's his job. I mean, th they need to get control of this team, and it is Craig Berube's job to do so. He also tells it like it is in his post-game press conference last night. He talked about how the penalty kill was horse bleep, um, how you know nobody is playing. Um, I don't know about nobody, but they, they're not getting effort from players across the board. And, you know, it's his job to figure that out, but it also is on the players to, to get this thing done. I, it is an embarrassing situation right now, really. But it is, you know, December, and there is time. But based on what we've seen, it's a 500 hockey team. I don't know yeah. what else yeah. they are. I mean, they, they, they are what they, they just, are. You know, yeah. I mean, they, you know, I think the question was when they lost eight in a row, what the heck is going on? Then when they won seven in a row, I think it was still what the heck is going on. I mean, is this team a 500 team? Are they good? Are they bad? And I think we're starting to see now that, you know, they have not been able to sustain success. So it's going to be a long road, I think, for this hockey team, and I don't think there's a quick fix. I don't think you can just add a player. I think the, the current roster just has to be better. The Billikens teams both won yesterday, so are we looking at promising seasons for both of them? You know, the, I called the Billiken women's game, and while it was only their third win of the year, three and eight, I, I do think that they actually have played a very tough schedule 
among their losses were to Baylor, one of the better teams in the country, to Missouri, which is a really good team, and to some others that are just better. Um, and this was a good Illinois State team that had only lost a game this year, so they found a way to beat them by 10 by playing intense defense and really getting more people involved offensively. You can see Rebecca Tillett's system starting to come together. I thought it was very impressive um, mm -hmm. on their part. And then for the men, you know, they played a good Southern Illinois team that is very feisty and has two excellent scorers. And they found a way to shut them down for the most part defensively. And then they got the ball into the hands of Javon Pickett, the transfer from Mizzou. He played a terrific game, scored 23 points. Yuri Collins is dishing out passes like, you know, an NBA point guard. He just looks amazing. So they have the pieces to have a successful run in the Atlantic 10. And I actually think the women could be pretty good in the A-10. I think they may surprise some people and win a lot of games in that conference based on this tough schedule that was set up early to kind of get them conditioned for it. But the, the SLU men will be represented by Travis Ford today on Sports on a Sunday morning at 1030. I look forward to talking to him. I, I think... I think they could have a very good year, but good win for them, 75-82, uh, I should say, over SIU last night. Well, sticking with college basketball, you were in the house the other day when your alma mater beat my alma mater, Indiana beating North Carolina. Uh, you know, I, it, Indiana looked impressive, i got to be honest, and I know it's early in the season, but what was your experience being in, in the arena? It was great to be back at Assembly Hall. It's just one of the great places to watch a college basketball game. This, as an Indiana alum, this is the team we've been waiting for. The, the atmosphere was great, but it always is. They were just waiting for a world-class college basketball team to come in finally, and now they have it. I mean, they have an All-American in Trace Jackson Davis. And by the way, this is a team that lost at Rutgers yesterday, and I think most IU fans would agree with me. While it was a disturbing loss, I think the overall picture is – it's a really good Indiana team with a lot of firepower on offense, but a very, very good defense. And yesterday they were missing their outstanding freshman, Jalen hood Shafino, who played an awesome game against North Carolina. He came out, hit a couple of early shots, and just steadied the ship the entire game. And they have two point guards in Jalen hood Shafino and Xavier Johnson. Yesterday they only had Johnson, and it showed. When they have two point guards, the, the offense is just you know, you've got two facilitators out there making it happen. So I think Indiana will have a nice long run, but the Big Ten is loaded. I mean, loaded. And it will be a gauntlet throughout the year. But, yeah, it was fun to be in there. And, by the way, like I told you earlier this morning, North Carolina is super talented. Oh, They're yeah. going to win a ton of games. It just, you know, Indiana kind of bullied them and, and played a physical style of uh, defense. And despite the officials calling a ton of fouls in that game, uh, it, it they were able to get through it and, and win a game that they had to win. All right, sports on a Sunday coming up at 10 o'clock. Tom, you mentioned Travis Ford. Anyone else you want to promote? Yeah, I mean, I want to start by saying in the very beginning of the game of the show, we're going to have Mike Claiborne and Matt Pauley live from San Diego. Baseball's winter meetings start today. We have coverage from San Diego here on KMOX, so they'll be with us at 10.15. Joaquin Buckley, the UFC fighter, it will be with us at 10.45 today after Travis. Ron Zetcher, longtime college basketball official at 11.05 in studio. We'll have our Blues breakdown and an NFL preview as well. All right, Tom, thanks as always. Thank you. All right, Tom Ackerman at the Newbold BMW Toyota Sports Desk. It's three minutes before 8 o'clock. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 